Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the FPL show. Whether you are watching on FPL Dopata here on YouTube or you're listening to us via the FPL show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any other platforming podcast out there, welcome back. It's been a little bit since we've been here. I'm joined by Damo tonight. How are you going? Not bad myself, mate. Not bad at all, Paul. It's uh, been an interesting week of uh, fantasy and, uh, yeah, we to see what we discussed tonight. That's for sure. Yep, there's plenty to discuss. The first bit is you can tell by my background that I'm back in the setup. It's been a while since I've been recording back in here. So get used to the Greece 2004 backdrop because we are finally back where I belong. So big game week. Still not over technically. There's still one more game to be played tomorrow morning our time, which is Luton and Burnley, which surprisingly has some big implications for Fantasy managers all around the world. I think between most of us, everyone's got Kabore and Damo's captain, Morris. So there's plenty to unfold tomorrow. So what we're going to be talking about today, we'll have a bit of an asterisk on it as well because ranks will change depending on performance there. But for me and Dom, we will finish this week on a on the same score. So let me get Dom's team up on the screen because he's not with us here tonight. But he had Leno in goal for a one-pointer. He got two 12-pointers coming out of his defense with Trippier and Colwell. And then he's got Kabore still to play. Then he's got Sun, seven, Bowen, nine, Salah, one, Diaby, eight, Gordon, five. You might see this exact midfield in about two minutes' time because Dom has copied my whole midfield on wildcard, <laughs> which is why we are very similar. So what we've got, I won't go into too much detail with my team. I still will show it. But Dom and I have the same midfield and attack. He's just got lazy and copied me. So we both have Darwin, but he didn't actually know I was going to Darwin. I went Darwin late and Dom went Darwin without telling me. So he saw that I actually had Alvarez in at the time. So I think he went Darwin to get away from me. And then the last minute without even talking to him, I went and put Darwin in my team too. So we've ended up having the same there. Dom will get one point from you. Doji coming on, I believe, for Darwin. Yep. And he misses out on the six points of Matty Cash. So that extra one point Dom gets, gets him to 61 with Kabore still to play. Now, if I bring my team up, we might as well group our teams together because they're so similar. My team, which is my team for this week. So that's my points there. So I'm sitting on 53 currently, but that's because I've got more points coming on off the bench than Dom does. So I had Ariola get me six, which is the first time this year I've had a goalkeeper get me a clean sheet, which was fantastic. <laughs> Botman was odds on to play by the deadline. So I stuck him in the team. Otherwise, I would have probably died. She probably would have gone with Zuma. So I still would have got the clean sheet anyway. But I went with Botman. But what it meant was I did set my bench up properly this week. I went Archer as the first sub just in case a midfielder didn't get up. But then I set up Cash in that second spot because I wasn't sure about him or a Stupidin and we took the home fixture of Cash. That got me a plus six. So Botman coming off for Cash and Darwin coming off for Archer gets me eight more points, which gets me to 61 going into this game week or into this last match. So Dom and I both sit on 61. The differences here for me are Cash and Areola. Again, would have been nice for Darwin to get minutes, but similar to last week with Alvarez coming off early, the game didn't wasn't scripted for Darwin to come on. You know, come the 70th minute, we were there to hang on. We weren't looking to win the game. We went with, you know, we're down to nine men. That's Liverpool being we. And, you know, we went with a bank of five and three 
pretty much to see out the last 15, 20 minutes of the game. So it wasn't made for Darwin, unfortunately. I think if we were down to 10 men, Darwin would have come on and we still would have tried to get at Spurs. But I think that Jota red card really put that decision in, you know, out of Klopp's hands. So look, the positive of owning Darwin, we'll get into it a bit later, is that with Gakbo potentially injured and Jota suspended, there's not much competition up front in this Liverpool team now with, you know, a fixture run here of Brighton, Everton, Forest, Luton, Brentford. I think if you can get some nailed Liverpool attackers, then they're going to get some return. So although Alvarez gets eight points, you know, this week, I miss out on those, you know, potentially well, six points. But I think over the next month, I think Darwin's going to start, start at least three of those games and there should be some returns coming. So that's my team. Um, again, 61 points on the week. Not too bad. I've left Damo to last for a reason. Get your team loaded up because technically you should have the highest score, but yeah. I've left you here because there's a world where you finish with the highest score. So talk us through yeah. your team. Well, boys, you saw me have a right grin and a laugh. Let's just give you a little bit of story time with Damo. I'm watching the first game of the night with Paulie. The Stukian misses a one-on-one and we're celebrating. The Stukian gets an own goal. We're high-fiving. We're jumping on the couch. I've benched the Stukian for Cobra. I'm a goat. Loaded in the Premier League. I forgot to confirm the change. The Stukian negative two points. Painful. Could have been much worse. Yeah, don't worry. It got better because Botman is on the bench and thankfully Damien was smart enough to set his bench up properly and have Cobra as the first sub as planned. And uh, he comes on anyway. So in a perfect world, even if I wasn't silly, and this is a disclaimer to make sure you check your teams and make sure they're correct before you confirm, is the stupid would have been first up anyway because there's no chance of playing Yudoji as the other defender against Liverpool. Uh, or would have still got a negative two points. Uh, Look, that, if a stupid yeah. and doesn't get subbed off, you're taking more minus points because they end up shipping another, what, four goals yeah. in the second half? Correct. <laughs> so it could have been a lot worse. Um We'll go through Pickford again. Obviously, Pickford's been not great. Dreadful. Uh, well, he hasn't. Got... Everton have been. Correct. You've got a clean sheet now, Paulie. I haven't. Um, to make matters worse, if you watch the game, Morris's first chance, which leads to the goal for Luton, is a header that he puts onto the bar or his bar on the Pickford. If Pickford isn't as good as he is, that's a goal for Morris. There's two goals for Morris, and I look like an absolute tactical genius. We'll touch on Boris properly in a second. Don't know what to do with Botman. Cowell comes off the bench, which means I'm currently on 46 points going into the final two game or the final, my final two plays playing the game. Bruno failed, should have had a penalty. Obviously, VAR's not been the greatest. It's not going to be a discussion about football. Uh, Madison, I'm happy with, played well. And Buemo, it's time to go. Salah got a one-pointer. Obviously, we all know that he should have had an assist. Um... And obviously the yellow card he gets is just another ludicrous decision in that game where he wins the ball back on this one-on-one with the keeper and he's got to book for remonstrating. Saka loves to give away a penalty. He should have had Patrick. So when I look at this team and I go, our rank has gone from, you know, 49K two weeks ago to 519K, about 200 and something K once Polo's points come on. I can look at this game we can go as much as it's paying me to not have Trippier and not have a Newcastle defender. On a different world, if things went our way, I've got a return from Salah. I've got a Bruno Fernandes penalty. Um, you know, Morris has a second goal. 
all of a sudden, you know, yes, Snoopy gets negative two points. Saka scores a hat-trick because he takes both the penalties, even though Trippi's done what he has. My team's in a very good spot. But there are still some glaring issues. And as you guys have seen in many videos, we've talked about a game with 19 wild card and a game with 10 wild card and a game with 9 wild card. It is a game week 8 wild card because the button has been played. Yep, so that makes all of us now have uh, have played our wild cards. And look, it is what it is. It's called, do we panic? Is it time to panic? I wouldn't call it a panic. I think you're just looking more so at getting on top of some swings that are coming early, probably a bit of pressure from a lot of the broader FPL community have, you know, that Newcastle defence solid or at least Trippier. I think he's going to be very similar to last year where he's probably going to be essential. He's only 42% owned at the moment, which I think is crazy because although their run is difficult, well, not difficult, I actually think their run's pretty good. They go West Ham, Crystal Palace, Wolves, Arsenal, Bournemouth, Chelsea, Man United, Everton, Spurs, Fulham, Luton, Forest, all the way up to that next wild card. There could be some monster returns there for Kieran Trippier in particular. I think a lot of people are going to be asking what I do with Botman this week. Again, if you're not on a wild card, I think you hold him. I think you... If you don't have enough cover with Botman in your team, then you've not set your team up well enough because you should be able to at least have three, four and a half defenders in your team by this point. And if you don't, then it's probably time to wildcard because there's so much value in that four, four and a half to 4.8 million defender bracket that you shouldn't have less than three of those guys. That tells me then your team's structured to have too many guys like Vardiol you know, Ben White and things like that, that are going to be too expensive to have. Like you can only have three good defenders if they're all 5 million, but you can have four if they're between four and a half and 4.7. So that would be the world I'd be wanting to live in. And that's the world I'm living in this week. And for context, you know, I wildcarded last week and this is my situation currently going into this week as I load my team up. So there are a few flags. Gordon got suspended, but he got himself an assist, which is fantastic. But I'm kind of happy that he's got the uh, suspension now. Get it out of the way. Then it goes into an international break. So he pretty much gets two weeks off. He'll play Champions League this week as well because he can't play in the league. So he'll get the game to Thursday, our time. And that's fine. I'm more than happy for that as long as he gets through that unscathed. Gets a good break at the weekend. Won't go and play for England in the international break. So we get to week off and then he gets a run of palace wolves, Arsenal, Bournemouth. Fantastic. 5.6 midfielder that people aren't going to buy this week as well, because everyone's going to panic about him being suspended, but the run of fixtures is there and the Harvey Barnes injury is still going to be there when he comes back from suspension. And arguably West Ham away is their hardest fixture in this run. So he misses that, which is fine because he was going to be on my bench for Archer this week. Anyways, <laughs> It doesn't particularly matter to me what happens with him because he can come back in for me locked in. People are going to freak out about Diaby. He walked off the pitch, clapping the fans, walking around the whole stadium practically. He went off the far side. Did he? Was he sore? Probably because he got chopped about three or four times in that game. But Unai Emery came out after the game saying that, you know, game was done. He's fine. He'll play at the weekend. He might not play in Europe potentially. They might try and rest him for that. They've got a deep enough squad. They've got enough players to play in those roles. 
That young striker is looking really, really good as well. They might give him a start in Europe. Yeah, Duran, I think he's probably deserving of a start. Ollie Watkins is, you know, maybe hit his form now as well. But I don't see a world where Diaby doesn't play this weekend. And then Botman, who knows? I'm hearing this week, I'm hearing game week nine. He'll get the international break anyway. So if you've got Botman, I wouldn't be selling him. Like, I think he's just such a lock. The fixtures are good enough. You can rotate him in between. You should have at least two spots on your bench. Eventually, Kabore will leave my team because I've got money in the bank. But I'm not forced into making a move. And this is why I went with Darwin. And I didn't speak about this last week because when you guys saw my team last, I had Julian Alvarez up front. The reason I ended up spending the extra 0.4 on Darwin was because it was a transfer that I was going to book in for game week nine anyway. So I thought I might as well get a transfer ahead and play Darwin now, albeit it was going to be against Spurs and Brighton, which were two tough fixtures. But Alvarez gets Arsenal. And, you know, I know he could score against Arsenal. And I was prepared for him to probably get a return against Wolves. So when I did see him score the free kick, it didn't bother me because I, I bet it against him probably getting a return. I also expected the Spurs-Liverpool game to be high scoring, which it kind of was, but you can't predict two red cards to, to one team there. So... Probably expected Darwin to start against Spurs, but got that one wrong. But, you know, live and learn. He'll be fine. So for me, that's my team. It's set up really, really well. But Kabore is not someone I'm going to use anytime soon. But between Gordon, Astupin, and Archer and Botman, sort of two of them have to play every week for me, and I'm more than happy with starting two of those. So that's where I'm at. I think, Damo, time to pull up your screen because... I think you're going to run through quite a bit of your wild card and what your thoughts are. Yep. So on screen, as we can see, is my current wild card draft. Before I get into the wild card draft, reasons for wild carding. One reason why I think it's a mistake, and a couple of reasons why I think it's good. Um, the reason for wild carding, as you can see, is there is a couple of players in this team now that I currently do not. Um, that is the likes of a Matty Cash. That's the likes of a Trippier with ownership. That's the likes of Diaby. They're not really wanting to get in. Um, that is a, uh, a striker that isn't Morris as well, longer term. Um, it also means there is no Pickford. And as you can see, as I'm rattling off those names, that's a four to five players that I would have to transfer out. But a negative 12 is viable at some stages. Maybe this isn't the time to play a negative 12. There's also the potential for me to make this a little bit more flexible too and make a couple more transfers. There's a couple of reasons why I did not like wildcard this week and I want to get into the both of them. Firstly is Trippier. I know the fixture run is decent and it's good, but I feel like with Trippier, you just shoehorn into playing him every week if you have him. So when they play Arsenal and Arsenal probably score, I'm going to play him because it's, it's the attacking return. Second, I think West Ham Bowen will get a goal against Newcastle this week. I've got to bring him in hoping for an attacking return. And it's mainly because I'm playing that he's owned by 42%. And the main reason I'm on a massive red this week is the fact that I do not own Trippier. In a perfect world of wildcarding, I'd probably go to Burn and use the extra funds to do other moves like Darwin and Watkins. But the reason I don't like wildcarding is it means a stupid I can go to Trippier. I miss out the stupid pictures from Game of 10 onwards with no clue if I will get back to him. It leaves me in that sort of situation where have I reacted too hastily to a negative two and a trippier gone bang bang and when we should all be looking for future potential points? I'm not too sure. The reason I like wildcarding is when you look at the team on paper and I'm about to read through it, 
just your general thoughts is that that's a pretty good side, right? Yeah. Yeah. So for those playing along at home, I've got Turner in goal for this week and he'll be in goal for next week. Should be keeping his spot. Ariel was my bench keeper. Ariel, after game week 10, has crazy good fixtures. So he is in the team. Uh, back three of this week with Trippier, Yudoji, and Cash. I also have Kabore still as a 4.0 placeholder. This could become Charlie Taylor to free up funds. This also could move to someone else if needs be. Um, and I've got Botman still sitting on my bench. But as Paul mentioned, if you got him, you've got to keep him. I'm on a wild card. We'll discuss him and what we will do. The midfield four is a midfield four with a fifth midfielder. I think they all pick themselves. I'm never dropping Madison. I'm never dropping Son for the next two fixtures with Fulham and, uh, with Fulham and uh, Luton. Luton. Uh, there is a world where Madison goes to Matoma to free up funds and do other things. That is correct. But I think having Son, Madison, Salah picks himself from playing since game one, and Diaby, who is 100% fit. No questions there. Uh, I think those four pick themselves on a wild card. Then it's all about your fifth spot. And the main reason a wild card is it's not often you get a 5.5, 5.6 million dollar midfielder who is nailed with goal threat and attacking threat in a very good side. When Harvey when Harvey Barnes went down for two months, I said that Paul Gordon's going to be a shout. It's the main reason wild card, which sounds crazy. You can bring a player in that is a red card this week. It's more the fact that for the next five fixtures, it allows me to have a midfield that is fantastically good, Trippier. And an attacking and an attacking midfielder at five point six million, and it could even go to Pedro Neto if we really wanted to. Up front this week we have got Darwin Nunes, who I was speaking about in a second. Harland should be on all your wild cards. Do not plan to go about Harland. And Archer does play against Fulham because Botman is with the injury knock, and I do think Sheffield will finally score against Fulham. The um, good thing um, with Sheffield, sorry Damo, is they rotate really really well with Newcastle. So correct. If you've got Botman and Gordon, and it's a good like attacking fixture for Newcastle, you can bench Botman play Archer because you've between your Doji Cash, Kabore, well, you're not even between your Doji Cash and Trippier, there's going to be three good enough fixtures to be able to bench Botman. That's why I'm on the side of keep Botman because you just use Archer when you need him. Correct. And look, uh, Archer's sort of guy that you, you guys saw me bring him in against Everton and he gave me 12 points. I have a lot of time for Archer. Darwin's an easy one for me to bring in. I know everyone's moving to Watkins and I have 0.0 in the bank with this draft. And if I had the money, I've had the extra 0.6 mil, I would go there. But that means selling Madison down to someone or, you know, Madison down to Bowen or Son down to, uh, you know, Rashford, Fernandez, you know, whatever. I'm not doing either with the next two fixtures. Something I maybe could do in two game weeks' time, but that's when Liverpool really hit their good fixtures as well. Uh, I'm not going to sell Darwin then. Obviously, with the red card and the injury, Darwin's fine. There is a rumor that he had a bit of a knee knock, but it was so slight that if he needed to play on the weekend, he would have. So I think he's fine and nailed, and Darwin's going to start holding four of the next six. And I think for the fixtures we got, Darwin will go back. Um, that leaves me with this sort of team here. If I stop sharing my screen now, though, and I go to my fantasy tab, there is a couple of things I want to discuss with you, Paul, about what do we do with the uh, wild card itself. So that's a team rating of 96 moving forward of a game week rating of 89. That's more down to the fact that I reckon Diaby's maybe not going to start this week. And with Darwin not getting as many minutes, he's got a 4.1 average, but he will be nailed this game week. 
course and moving forward. Like there's no real Darwin should get a three point nine average against Everton. Like yeah. it is what it is. Same with you doji too. I don't understand why this is so bad. There's this team here, which I think is a really good drop in the money, or there is the potential to go from Botman to a Zuma, who have really good pictures long term to uh, West Ham, obviously. And as you can see here, Everton, Forest, Burnley, Palace, fixtures you can play him in, which means that we could also move Kabore, because we're going to have three very good fixtures no matter what, to a uh, to a Taylor, for instance, a Charlie Taylor, who is playing for Burnley, if needed, like really if needed. And that gives me point two in the bank, a centre-back that's playing, that's got good goal threat from set pieces, Trippier to cover the Newcastle defence, Doji with Yudoji's good fixtures at the moment. And there was a potential down the line where I could go from Darwin down to another striker to get Yudoji up to a Stubin because I've got the point two in the bank. And I'm very tempted to do that. It also means with point two that if I really need to make a move down the track, like Diaby or Mbwemo for whatever reason, I've got that money in the bank that I can move up slightly to a player that may be risen in price. So I am leaning of selling Botman to get a Zuma and Taylor, the two playing defenders on the bench, to get point two in the bank just to cover any sort of price rise down the track if needs be. Forwards. Yeah, I get having the money there, but I just think with Trippier 42% owned and likely to be probably around the 50% mark, Come the deadline and Botman at 22%, I think it's almost like you need two Newcastle defenders to actually benefit like last year. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my worry. Like Zuma, yeah, is is only 2% owned. And I know that those fixtures are good. And I know Botman's not going to play this week. So it's it's hard. If I was on wildcard, I'd find it very hard to keep Botman. But then are you going to bring him back in at 4.7? That's the, the question as well. Because the minute he starts playing, the fixtures are good enough. It is a tough one because Botman and Zuma, you know, you're not getting them in for goals. You're getting them in first and foremost for clean sheets. I lean Botman still and have the depth to cover the one week that it's going to be. There's no way it's two. There's no way he doesn't play game week nine with an international break in there. For the sake of, yeah, one game... I'd rather have Botman than Zuma, but that's just backing Newcastle more than anything. Um, Which is fair enough. And they do Palace Wolves before you have to bench him for Arsenal. So maybe we should look at what game with 11 looks like. If I just reset my tab here so it doesn't say that I have no money in the bank and we've got them back. So it's game week 11 when they play Arsenal. Yeah. That just loads up. Good thing. So game week 9, Botman could be back. Let's just optimize I'm not going to really go through this. I'm probably in game nine after making a wild card, obviously. Um, yeah, that's fine. Palace at home, West Ham. Yeah, that's fine. Ah, good enough, right? So game week 10, Botman should be back. Let's just say that's the team. Actually, looks like it could be the team. You know, I don't think actually anyone here. It looks like Where's Dinier come from? Oh, where has Dinier come from? I don't remember doing that. That's <laughs> your oh. doji. You don't need to deviate. There's a move. I was must have been playing around. Mm. But, uh, you know, you get anyway. Forest, Fulham. Anyway, game week 11, see what it looks like. You're uh, fine. If I just get your <laughs> doji off, because it's not just bad to do that move. Your doji will be playing Chelsea. That's fine. Which means then you've got to play Botman against Arsenal or Kabore against Liverpool. I don't think that's great. 
I think you're playing your doji against Chelsea. You're not scoring goals. Correct. But I actually think maybe bringing your doji to ding ding Well, then you're 100%. If you're going to do that move in a week's time, then you might as well keep Botman and the value you've gotten him. Correct. And then that means I can actually go to ding for Forrest and Fulham, but we might have Moreno back by then. But that might be a play because then ding can be someone that in two Or it's Power Torres. Yeah. One of the two, yeah. Because yeah. it means in two game weeks time when they go Spurs, Bournemouth, Man City, I could sell Dinho, still keep Pack the attacking threat to another midfielder or to another, uh, to, yeah. you know, defender, 4.5, 4.6. And I'm sure there's someone in this list that you would go to. You know, you probably yeah. go to a Palace defender who gets Luton, benching for West Ham, and then play Bournemouth. Yeah. And then, yeah. Which I think is fine, and then that's going to get you to your longer term sort of picks, etc. As well, because at some point Levi Cobell comes back for me, because I think he's absolutely nailed it. He's an absolute monster. But, yeah, that left back like, position. Yeah, correct. Especially with the way they're playing it now, he's really good in the game this morning. I've owned him since game week one. Um, obviously, I've had some points go with me against me. It's sad to see him take and go out the team, but there's no way I can hold him on a wild card with the next four or five weeks. And you don't really want him back in until game week six. I mean, he's got Burnley this week, but then it's Arsenal, Brentford, Spurs, City, Newcastle. Like, yeah, game I'm week not, 9 not. to 13 for Chelsea's dreadful. Yeah, but I'm then 14, really... you know, 14 is Brighton, Man United. Don't mind him in those. And then Everton, Sheffield, Wolves, Palace, Luton, Fulham. You're not bringing him back to, like, game week 17. And by then, he's still going to be 4.5. I doubt he's gone up in price. If he has gone up in price just for this one game. Where he might go to 4.6. He'll drop back down, so which is fine. So I actually think this wildcard team as it stands with Botman is good if we plan to move Doji on to like Dinier, for instance, if he's still narrow, um, narrow, you know, nailed, or else Moreno is obviously going to be out of reach. And that still gives me point one in the bank down the track. My only issue with this team as well is down the track, we know we might need to move Gordon to someone else, but that could just be as simple as moving Darwin down to a different striker. You know, if you have a Slanky, for instance. Yeah, he's got a great run. Solanke, or in a one-year... Yeah, correct. I think Solanke or one year then Solanke. What are you doing? Uh, it's on four. There we go. Solanke. I was like, I'm telling Solanke right. You know, Solanke goes Everton, Wolves, Burnley right now. Jeez. <laughs> um, wow. Everton, Wolves, Burnley. <laughs> now you're considering Solanke. Do I just go to Darwin to Solanke so I've got extra funds? Means I can keep it. Well, I've thrown a stoopy in the hour, so I could have kept the stoopy. <laughs> well, there's an option there, or a one year's the longer play as well. Yeah, one year gets good pitches down the track. Stupid. You're on forward. Uh... <laughs> what are you doing? You, you don't want stupid. a stupid in now anyway. Yeah, I think you've got to buy him back and hopefully he drops back down. I just think not having a stupid is. Awful. I know that sounds bad after. Which is why I held him on my wild card, knowing that I don't intend. To, I didn't intend to play him last week, Same this here. week, or next week. Same and here. I just I have to ride him on the bench. Him. Correct, but to get Trippier in now, I need to get him to come out because he's the one. So the, the difference between our wild card teams is that you've got Madison. So I don't have that third midfielder with Son and Salah. So my next one's but Bowen. So I've saved point five practically. And that's what's allowed me to keep a stooping. You know, other than that, the teams are 
are relatively similar. So Archer Darwin are the same. Diaby, Sun, Salah, Gordon, the same. Kabore, Trippier, Cash, Botman, the same. So that's the little nuances there is I've gone a little bit cheaper on the midfield to keep a stooping in, which is bold. Like to keep him on the bench for three weeks, you know, for a very attacking asset. But once you get Fulham, Everton, Sheffield, Forest, Chelsea, Brentford, Burnley all in a row with then Arsenal and then Palace, Spurs, West Ham, Wolves, Luton, Palace, Spurs, Sheffield, Everton, Fulham, Forest. It might be the case that it will be Madison down to Mateo, which gives you like 1.7 mil to then go up to yeah. 1.4 mil to go up from one of my... Six from Kabore or it something. Might, it might even be... I don't know if I'm getting it from Kabore. Yeah, it should be able to, really. Just... Just, as long as there's no price which changes. Is fine. Um, and even if it means in one of those games they take a negative four free transfer, one hit to get, you know, Matoma, the stupid, yeah, and it's worth it. in that same week to get that fixture run, it's probably worth it. 100%. Oh, I agree. So yeah. that is where we're at. So hopefully, coming out of tomorrow morning's games, you are nestled in around the 200K mark. Hopefully, I'm. Morris Hattrick. Under the one mil mark, which is going to require a Kabore clean sheet and probably a return to get me up back to those 160 spots. But at my rank, he's only 10% owned. So I'm hoping that that 10% is enough to shift me in a positive direction. But it's going to be an interesting week coming up as well. So we got Luton and Spurs kicking us off. Captain C, I want to bring up a little photograph that I want to talk through. Because it is quite interesting. Now, let me find where I've got this photo. But it's about captaincy. So, what are your thoughts about captaincy this week, Damo, as I get this well, photo up? I know on my fantasy football hard screen, I have got captaincy on, on Harlem. Just presets to Harlem. Um, at the moment, I've got captaincy on Son in game. But I actually think I'm leaning towards Salah because it brightens bad record of conceding. Yeah. And Son wasn't a hundred percent if there's ever a game that you're gonna rest Son, it's looted. So even though I think Son probably starts and plays fifty five minutes, sixty minutes, I think I'd rather take someone for ninety, especially when that just happened to be the fourth league. They'll probably go out and absolutely go for Punta. So I think for this game week, it's going to end up being between Sulla and Son, which means I'm definitely not captaining Harlan against Arsenal. This is the second week in a row I've gone against Harlan as captain. That's the first time I've done that in a year and a half. Yeah. Uh, look, Harlan, I just don't think you can captain Harlan. He's got a dreadful record against the top six away from home as well. So I'm going to use the stats to, to back my decision in. The captaincy for me sitting on Sun currently no European football for Spurs should mean that they get a relatively okay rest from Saturday to Saturday. So full seven days, sun come off after 60 minutes. Again, it sounded like it was precautionary. So I'm happy to roll the dice on sun. If he gets rested, he's not going to play at all because Spurs should be dominating Luton. So the VC for me will sit on Salah just in case he doesn't play. Um, but I just don't see a world where it's not on Sun. Luton, we know, are really struggling defensively. If Everton could put the ball and put their chances away, which has been the issue this year, that game would have been extremely high scoring as well. And I just think Spurs are ticking on all cylinders. But on screen, if you're not watching on YouTube, there's only a few game weeks here where 
Harlan really stands out. You're looking at game week 11. He has Bournemouth at home. Again, you're probably looking Salah next week with Everton at home in the derby as the captain option there. Then you're looking at Salah again against Forrest at home. You're just taking the home fixture there. Then in game week 11, it's Harland with Bournemouth. Then in game week 12, it's a bit of a throw it up. Wolves at way are tough. Brentford's tough to break down. So you're probably Harland against Chelsea just from early analysis there. Then in game week 13, I'm probably leaning Harland against Liverpool anyway at the Eddie had. I just think, you know, we'll struggle to deal with him defensively. But then in game week 14, it's Salah again. Game week 15, it's Salah again. And then 16, it's Haaland. So between Sun, Salah, and Haaland, you get one or two out of Sun. You get sort of four out of Salah and, or maybe six out of Salah and a couple out of Haaland. People were saying they're not going to buy Salah because he's not a captain option. I think from game weeks eight to 16 in that eight weeks, you're probably captaining Salah six times. Correct. Or four to four to five times. That's game week eight and game week 16. Obviously, this game week, I think Sun and Salah are much better than what Harlan will be away from Arsenal. You mentioned the Liverpool fixture in game week 13. I remember back to last year, Van Dyke did a job on Harlan for us at Anfield. And I don't think City enjoy coming to Anfield at all. That's at so, Eddie Had. Oh, sorry. Uh, in that case, then, <laughs> almost for you. I still think we do a decent job against City. We always seem to. Um, I don't know. I think We're not the same defence that we have been in the past, though. I think that's a game week where you look at Son against Aston Villa and you probably go, I'll take that at home against that Spurs. I think that's a game week where you can be brave, like I was this week with Morris. I think with the form they're in... And the the upside's play, not as much as Morris, though, when Morris has two fixtures to target and it's Everton. Correct. But uh, I also would say I'll counter that by saying that the way the Villa play, they will get kicked on the break. So, And I think Son through the nine and Madison creating... Yeah. So there's probably goals in that game. So I'd bet on Son there. I think that's the only game where we really sit there and go, well, Stefan, not Salah. It's Son's a punt and Harlan's like neighborhood. Even in game. Uh, Harlan's not going to get three returns either. Like No, correct. Even in game week 11, I know they got Bournemouth at home. Luton have not looked great at all. Yeah. Right. Not at all. So that could be a rest time for Harlan too. This this could even in game week eleven you could be brave and go someone could go absolutely ballistic against Luton for you know. And could be a good rank there. climber. Yeah, so th- there's a few weeks. I do think that in game week nine it's it's ticks it's Salah. Yes, Salah has Fulham, but Everton is score. Forest is Salah. Fulham is Salah. Sheffield Salah. So I really don't see a world outside of game week sixteen where you really are oh, it's a hundred percent hull. Yeah. Which begs the question, do you go without him for this run because you're no. not playing the captain in the game for 16? No way. Um, you still take his hat tricks that will probably come anyway. You know, there, there'll be one that we miss. You're going to captain against Harlan that much. We will miss a haul. But, you know, you can't predict a haul against Arsenal, Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham. He'll get one big haul against one of those. But if you've captained against him across all of those, you've probably made it up across the board. Over Correct. those game weeks. And it'll be Man United would be the one he would go back because probably they, they, they look dreadful. So but yeah, I, I like that as a as a template or you know, as a visual that you put on there, Paul. Be interesting to see what everyone else is doing. So well that's from Fantasy Football Scout. So that is not my graphic. 
But yeah. thank you, Fantasy Football Scout, for that graphic. And on that note, that'll be where we wrap things up tonight. So if you've been watching, thank you very much for watching here on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe for more FPL-related content here on FPL Departer. If you're listening via the FPL show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you get in the Discord. It will be in the description of the podcast. Make sure you jump in. We've got a good community of FPL managers over there, and we will see you guys on the flip side of Game Week 8 getting ready for our international break.